Hello again. This is NASA National Cable Podcast. This is Karelis, your host. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about new electrical infrastructure, the future proof in it, and making sure that we prepare for tomorrow's technology today. As usual, we have Vida again as our resident expert. Um, hi, Vida. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. And you? Good. I'm very good. Very excited for this topic. Um, so let's kind of start talking about as we know, you know, this is the 21st century, a lot of technology, a lot of innovations, a lot of different and new things are coming to us in a very kind of like, um, you know, stream kind of way. It's one after the other. We're not getting time to prepare from the first one when we already have the second and the third and the fourth. So what I want to do today is kind of like introduce a little bit about the technologies that we have access to today and maybe give ideas or give advices to our listeners as to how they can prepare for to take advantage to all these new technologies coming up that will in a way make our life easier. So for example, we have now that for homeowners, it's, I wouldn't want to say easier, but it's very um, more common to find different versions of solar panels, you know, the first um, kind of technology that we will be talking about is in renewable energies. And these solar panels are very different than they used to be back in the days when the technology started. Um, back in the day, it was very heavy panels so you would have to put in a different and very specific angle in your house or in an area of your house that would make sure to receive the right amount of sunlight in order for it to be effective. Nowadays, it can be even on the windows. You know, they don't have to have the panel-like, um, you know, look that we are so used to. But in a window, it seems it seems rather crazy that a solar panel could look like that. But that's what technology has done um, for us till nowadays. So, Peter, can can you tell us a little bit about what other technology advancements should we look forward? in the coming future and um, talk to talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, what the different categories and what we can find out there um, for every different uh, industry. Uh, yeah, sure. So, of course, there's a lot of different things happening and it's very easy to be overwhelmed by all the technologies available, but uh, the thing with these techno technologies is that they are happening kind of like whether we notice it or, or not. And sometimes stuff just happens in baby steps, so we have some time to adjust. But if I were to kind of like name some uh, trends that definitely are shaping our future and will be shaping our future in 10 years. Uh, so the first trend uh, I would mention is, of course, renewable energy because uh, the shift towards uh, renewable energy like solar, wind and hydropower is already a, ma a major trend and it's going to uh, be even a bigger trend in the coming years because uh, like of the efforts uh, to 
have more efficient sources of energy and energy crisis around the world, we will see even more new technologies related to solar, wind and other types of renewable energy. Also, uh, kind of uh, related trend to renewable energy is um, increasing number of technologies involving energy storage. Uh, so we will see some new batteries uh, and it will be more important to balance supply with demand and ensure that the electrical grid is stable. Another trend that everybody is noticing already and many of us are involved in, in is the expansion of electrical vehicle mar market. Uh, so we have much more uh, electrical cars right now that we had a couple of years uh, before that and uh, we will of course see even more uh, electric cars in upcoming years and in some in just a few decades there will be more electric cars and standard vehicles and because of that uh, infrastructure is uh, changing and uh, we see uh, new e electrical vehicle charging infrastructure everywhere and some even would say that uh, infrastructure is not changing uh, fast enough for the increasing number of vehicles. Also, um, another trend is a smart grids. Uh, so, uh, electrical grid will, is now using sensors, communication networks, and some very advanced data analytics uh, for real-time monitoring and optimization. And uh, in general, in the future, um, electrical systems will be managed more efficiently and it's already being done right now as well and we are moving towards uh, more towards technologies uh, helping us be, to be more uh, energy efficient uh, also like in some more uh, homeowner uh, related easier trends it's probably smart homes so as consumers we're already noticing uh, that uh, our homes at every budget at every type are, are slowly turning into smart homes for example many of us like already have uh, stuff like smart thermostats to regulate temperature in our homes and also smart uh, air conditioning systems many, many new devices uh, in our homes are uh, we, we use uh, apps to control them and it will only uh, become more efficient in future so the trend is toward interoperability of all of these devices uh, like many homes will have like a centralized system that controls all of these devices and it will involve uh, voice technology. Uh, we can control uh, different devices in our houses just by using our voice. And also the trend in smart homes is towards uh, more effective security. Uh, for example, uh, we have like now smart locks that um, make it more difficult for robbers to access our house and just generally make uh, our life safer so there will be more exciting stuff related to this in the upcoming years of course well definitely very interesting you know <laughs> um it, there's always been this kind of like sense of technology controlling humans even in the movies since forever uh since i remember um and now that I hear you talk about all this technology coming and how in our own house we have an app that controls absolutely everything from turning on the um, the air conditioner to turning on the stove, even if you're not 
you know, physically present in the house. It's it sounds kind of crazy, but it also sounds like how it's very shocking, or I wouldn't want to say shocking, or more like hmm, exciting as to what. Yeah, like what humans have been capable. It have to be shocking, like in a negative way, because and it doesn't yeah. it definitely doesn't have to control us. Because the point is, is that we can control uh, it and make our life easier by using these technologies. It's just like uh, we need to adapt and uh, find the ways to use it. But definitely, uh, for example, you you couldn't even imagine like stuff that you have at home right now to be available like ten years ago. So it's yes. definitely have the potential again to change uh, lives for better and uh, make our lives more comfortable but it's just like the devil is in the details so you just have to you just have to use it absolutely and yeah and one of those one of those little details and i would i would guess i probably put my money on it being the most important one it's planning ahead Please correct me if I'm wrong, but we've talked about this in several podcasts already, several episodes, and I have tried my best to emphasize the importance of planning, doing research, and making sure you have all the correct details in order to put your project in place. So involving technology, the most important thing that you can do for your project and to make sure that one you're using the correct material second you're saving and utilizing the correct money um you know the right amount of money on your project um it's very important and to control that we need to plan ahead we need to do our research we need to make sure that we are um you know getting the advice from the right people you know local contractors um <laughs> sometimes the internet right now we have a very smart um you know ai <laughs> available to almost everybody in the world um on internet that has the answers to almost everything i don't want to say it's the right answer or is a hundred percent sure but it definitely has a good amount of knowledge that you can use always and like i've always said it in all our episodes make sure whatever you find on the internet you corroborate with a local electrician or a local contractor because remember codes and everything that is allowed in one place is not the same that is allowed in another place so everything changes by region by state by city and you need to make sure that you're doing the right thing for your house you don't want to make sure that you finish the project and then the inspector comes and guess what you're not up to code, so that means that you lost all that time and money on a project that you have to restart because you didn't follow the right procedures. Right, so Vida, going after what I said, planning. Planning ahead in a rapidly evolving technology world. How important it is and when and what should we take in consideration in order for us to do this? Well, sure, planning is important for every electrical project, but with future trends, uh, I would say that it's just uh, uh, very convenient to 
have uh, a track of trends and uh, educate yourself on these trends because uh, so if you're following trends and know uh, what's happening and have a good picture of what is available on the market you can get ahead of your competitors if you're a business or you can save some significant costs uh, if you're a homeowner and just uh, make use of new technologies in in time in a way that uh, makes more sense for you and in a way that saves you time energy and money so it's a really good thing to always follow new technologies new trends and know what's happening in uh, the different sectors of economy and how will it change in a few years so knowing that we have to plan ahead Lita, what do you recommend for homeowners let's start with them um in order to prove their project their home you know it's a place where a lot of people are going to come and hopefully they're going to stay in for a long time how can they prove that project for a future of technology yeah so i would say that uh, right now is a great time to prepare to technologies uh, because uh, it is quite rewarding and you can also save money and enhance uh, the quality of your life if you have time and resources to do that so you don't have to start with something radical or very expensive uh, you can start with some small steps and see how uh, technology can benefit you for example one thing that uh, all homeowners should do is just like upgrade their electrical system if they have uh, ability to do so for example if you, if you live in an older home uh, i think it will be a great time to have an electrical upgrade uh, to handle the increased electrical load that this new modern devices and appliances have it's actually a good idea to upgrade your electrical systems at all times but now with uh, many more different devices coming in the next years it's just like a good time to prepare yourself to uh, have a, a smarter home in a few years also another thing that you can do right now is just install a smart matter if it's available uh, in your area or if your utility company makes this available a smart matter uh, it gives you real-time information about your energy usage and uh, it generally helps you control your energy consumption and save uh, money on bills uh, of course uh, like i talked before uh, another great way to start right now is to inverse invest in some smart home devices it, this mm -hmm. involves a lot of different things for example smart thermostat that controls the temperature in your house or smart lighting mm -hmm. uh, that is efficient and is controlled by you through app also so in this in this way you can also increase your energy efficiency and make your life more convenient so it's not just like one device for all you can look like uh, in uh, look into devices that are already available on the market and just uh, see for yourself which which of those makes more sense for your house another thing that you can do is consider investing in renewable energy uh, if you live in a private home you can uh, see if you if it makes sense for you to install solar panels uh, if you do that right now it, it can reduce your reliance on grid and lower your energy bills 
you were right. You know, it, installing solar panels right now can save you a ton of money in the future. You know, we talked about it in a previous episode, yeah. and I recommend yeah. everybody. Uh, we have an episode only definitely but it's still like a component of uh, new technologies and getting ahead of them so i thought it's it would be worth mentioning it especially in the context mm -hmm. of home ownership also electrical cars so if you have one or you're planning to buy one it's a good time to do that and if you are planning to buy uh, a vehicle, uh, in this case, it's worth installing into a home charging station or building a mm -hmm. home station. Uh, this also may involve upgrading your electrical system because uh, you will have additional load for from electrical vehicle. So this is definitely another thing to think about. Uh, and just in general, keep yourself informed about emerging technologies and uh, you can keep in contact with your local utility company and see if they have some programs available uh, or demand some response programs uh, so in this case you will uh, get ahead of infrastructure infrastructure trends sometimes uh, it's not the same in every region and sometimes uh, utility pro companies have uh, problems getting ahead of trends but with enough demand, this issue can be solved and you can uh, see what's available or you can ask them to follow up on new technologies more. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is a parenthesis, uh, so we can include it or not. Do you have an example of a successful project where the contractor or the homeowner or anyone was able to think ahead and prove their electrical um, infrastructure for technology to be implemented at a later time? Well, there are uh, uh, all sorts of different projects. Some of them are big, big budget. Uh, construction sites and big budget um, buildings that incorporate uh, all types of new technologies and um, when they do the investors can look into it and um, see the showcasing of the trends but in case of uh, homeowners or some uh, usual apartment buildings it's more difficult than that but definitely some um, regions and some countries are more successful and more ahead of the trends than other ones for example even in even united states uh, united states is uh, currently considered a leader in development of smart grid and many utility companies across the country uh, have uh, programs uh, to assist smart grid for example many utility companies uh, installed smart matters uh, to their customers' homes in some states. Uh, some of the states that do that are California and Texas. But of course, uh, it's just uh, not the same county by county, and uh, some regions will always be ahead of others. Uh, also China, of course, China um, invests a lot of in new technology, and smart technology is a part of its current efforts to modernize its power infrastructure so they are trying to get smart uh, grid to more regions and more cities 
and they also try to integrate renewable energy sources and they actually are planning to have a nationwide smart grid uh, this decade um in united in european union also uh, adoption of smart grid technology is on the rise uh partly is because of uh, the goals to reduce carbon emissions so mm -hmm. many countries like italy sweden and spain they have uh, uh, country-scale deployments of smart matters and there are also some pilots, uh, smart grid projects that are still in development, but uh, we will see it in a couple of years. Uh, many uh, countries in southeastern Asia, like South Korea and Singapore, also uh, are upfront with uh, new technologies. Uh, it's just like a few examples of that, but hopefully uh, it will become even more mainstream in the next couple of years. Yeah, especially thinking about the environment that we live in. There's, um, there's nothing wrong with thinking ahead and making sure that we do as much as we can ourselves um, to help the environment. Um, not for us, but future generations. Um, okay. Um, so speaking about the United States, you know, um, I've seen, I've personally seen a growth in the amount or the accessibility of electrical vehicles right now. And with that, it has come also the need for electrical chargers. A lot of people cannot afford it um, to have it at home because they don't own their home. They're living in an apartment where they're like 10 floors up. Um, so it, it does not look convenient or it's not convenient at all for them to have an electrical charger. So I've seen a lot of this electrical chargers on parking lots. Um, there's no design, designed area um, for these chargers in, in public places or <clears throat> like we do with the gas stations, right? Um, but I've seen a lot of this in malls and shopping centers all throughout the country. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, the developers? How are they making sure that they think ahead, think for the future and prepare now for that? Um, when it comes to all these new technologies that are coming to the, the public? So, yeah, uh, electrical vehicles will dominate the recall market in the United States very soon and because of that the federal government uh, has to keep up with the demand for electrical vehicles and there's actually a target set by 2030 to have uh, half a million uh, of uh, electrical vehicle charging stations in the United States and to support this uh, there are some funding allocations and insensitive programs uh, that um, are supposed to help build more uh, charging stations in the upcoming few years. And also different states can uh, do it on their own. So there are a lot of states that have their own uh, electrical vehicle related targets and grants and different programs that uh, are promoting installation of uh, charging facilities. Uh, but um, building more charging stations uh, should involve um, a lot of different actors, including utility companies, vehicle manufacturers, and also 
built-in developers, so all of them should work together to have more stations. If you if you are um, an apartment complex developer, for example, it's very important to have um, EV vehicles in your project during the design phase. Uh, so when you design electric vehicle installations, uh, it's just for future proofing, uh, you should um, incorporate um, charging station in your initial design plan. Uh, for example, if you have a project in a, in a new residential complex, uh, you can incorporate charging station at the design stage and just have it built according to this plan. And it's not just uh, charging stations, um, new apartment building complex, residential complexes should, can also incorporate renewable energy. For, for, it makes sense to build solar panels, for example, in new apartment complexes. And it's not just, uh, it can be a for-profit thing. So uh, actually uh, apartment building developers can uh, get profits from building charging stations because these charging stations can be not just for people who live in these buildings, but for other people in neighborhood. So you can sell uh, charging and actually get some costs uh, you spent on this project back by uh, making it available to a wider group of people. Okay, so, you know, with, with what you said, it proves that electricians and contractors need to, especially nowadays when all of these technologies are just coming and they keep, you know, um, innovating and we keep getting new ones every so often. They need to, more than anybody else, keep themselves in, uh, you know, on the know. Uh, how can they anticipate the needs of future technology when planning installations? For a contractor, it's essential to prepare for tomorrow's technologies to stay competitive and deliver value to your clients. So, but it's one thing that you can do is just stay informed about all the latest advancements in infrastructure including everything that we talked about, like smart home technologies, renewable energy systems, energy storage. Uh, you can just attend shows, seminars, webinars, speak with experts, and just uh, stay ahead of your field. Uh, you Also, with some new technologies, we will have some new training and certification available for professionals. So one thing you can do is obtain relevant training and certifications for maintaining this new advanced electrical system and smart technologies. In this, in this way, you can get necessary skills and also uh, build um, your trust with clients uh, regarding these new trends. Um, suppliers of uh, technologies also have a lot of knowledge. so. If you network with suppliers and have strong relationship with them, it can also help you get ahead as a professional. So Vida, taking from what you've said, one of the things that has dominated in everything that we've talked about today is the fact that we need to keep upgrading our existing electrical infrastructure. You know, and I wanna point something about that. And it's the fact that we don't just need to do it because of new technologies that are coming up. Unfortunately, you know, the majority of the houses nowadays are not following the current code 
the electrical code that is mandated in each one of our countries. And I know this for sure because the majority of the houses, especially let's say, for example, the one I live in, these are old houses, like century old houses. And when you're not the one who owned the place, I don't think anybody's going to be investing on making sure that the electrical infrastructure is up to code with the new code. I'm not saying that everybody does it. I'm just saying some people do. Um, so it is important to upgrade here and there and every once in a while because it saves people. <laughs> and it also makes it easier for new technologies to be adapted to the current system that we have in place. So upgrading existing electrical infrastructure. Just by saying that, my mind goes in a short circuit. It sounds like a lot of trouble, you know, breaking walls, making sure that the cables are in, disconnecting everything. Oh my God, it sounds like a hassle. That's why not many people want to go through it. How, how do homeowners and businesses can upgrade to accommodate future technologies without all these extensive, you know, renovations <laughs> and time-consuming changes that they need to do. Um, it can um, be very expensive to do some radical changes in your electrical system. So yeah, um, but you don't have to cause major disruption or have extensive renovation to have some effective changes. So. There are a lot of strategies to start small with um, changing your electrical infrastructure. For example, one thing that you can do is have an energy audit. So before you do any upgrades, you can just do an energy audit and it can help you understand your current energy usage patterns and uh, identify the exact areas where upgrades would be most beneficial because sometimes people just uh, do upgrades for the sake of upgrades or do something very radical when uh, in reality what they need to do is just like some few minor changes. Uh, another thing that you can do is just use more wireless system because many um, modern smart devices and systems use uh, wireless communication and this just reduces the need for extensive wiring. So this is a trend of the future that everyone can incorporate uh, into their homes. And this is something to look out for. Uh, also, if you, um, some one easy thing that you can do is use smart circuit breakers. Uh, so smart circuit breakers are now available uh, extensively and they can uh, replace traditional circuit breakers in your panel and mm -hmm. give you access to energy monitoring and some control capacities that weren't available before. And uh, the installation of this uh, is usually very straightforward and it doesn't require full rewiring. Uh, yeah, but also if you're not sure about which changes would benefit you, it makes sense to hire a professional. Uh, and usually a good professional will know how to implement some upgrades with, with minimal disruption or no disruption at all. Uh, so yeah if you're not sure on what to do it's best to consult someone who has a good knowledge of um, stuff that is currently available for homeowners right so 
you have already pointed as to some potential challenges and solutions for these upgrades, as well as some cost-effective ideas that we should consider when making these changes and updating our electrical infrastructure. Whether you're a homeowner, where you're like a business owner, any type of um, uh, <clears throat> real estate property that you might have, just make sure that you always do your research. And it is a very important thing for all contractors and electricians out there. Keep yourselves updated. Make sure that you <clears throat> do some of the things Vita recommended earlier. Go to conferences, do research, stay up to date with everything that's coming, innovations, technology, um, new methodology of doing something, what the codes are. Stay up to code, not just because it's good for you and your business, but also because it's going to be needed whenever you are designing all these projects. You know, thinking ahead should be safe and and should um you know make sure that whatever technology is going to implement it uh, at a later time would not cause any problem with any other part of the building um, um because you took all the measures in place um in order to prevent any faulty connection or anything whatsoever. So <clears throat> it is very important to do your research. Um, and with planning ahead comes a lot of preparedness. And this is one of the things. So make sure, um, you know, as a real estate owner, that you are consulting the right person for your project, that you always make sure you have the project inspected after to make sure that you're up to code and everything is up to the mark of your locality. Um, yeah, so I think we've said a lot. Um, just, just remember, there's a lot of technology that is right now available for everybody. Not everything is, um, you know, usable in your project, but there's still several varieties of the same product that you can find that can be used for your project. So make sure you do your research, make sure you um, corroborate with your electricians, with your uh, contractors, with everything that you need to in order to have a safe and a very um, peaceful project. Um, well, Vida, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to add as to like to end this this brief discussion that we just had about, um, you know, tomorrow's technology today. I do want to add one fact, and it's that NASA National Cable has available for you a great variety of cables, of products that you can utilize on your project. If we don't have it available, just let us know and we will find it for you. You have access to our catalog and all the products that we have on our website, nasanationalcable.com. You can find millions of products there available for you and your project. Anything industrial, anything electrical that you might think you need, 
it's there. Just go there and ask. We have a 24 seven um, customer service um, available for you. And there's always a person available to help you with your queries. Um, also, I want to remind everybody that Gary, who has made possible the, this podcast to happen, is after me because I don't say it enough. We have a discount for you who stayed the whole podcast and listened to our discussion and our conversation. We have a discount. So on your order or more, of more than $2,000, we have a 3% discount. If you go to our website and use the code Gary3. So let me spell it for you. That is G-A-R-R-I-E and the number three. Just use it on your checkout and make sure that your order is of more than $2,000. Remember, this is not for everybody. It's just for you who stayed up until the end of this episode. And um, again, I want to thank you for listening. Um, just remember, if you have anything to say, any questions, suggestions, comments, leave us all your feedback. We have this podcast available on our website. You can find the link on our social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Go find us. Go follow us. And we appreciate your time and your interest in knowing a little bit more. Vida, I want to thank you very much for all the information that you were able to share with us today. Um, it's a very interesting topic. I'll be general. Um, it's, it's useful to give our listeners a good idea of what's to come and what tips to use in order to be ready now for the tomorrow that's going to involve a lot of technology that are going to make our life easier. Think about it. If you're a homeowner, you can go on vacation to China. And if your house is in New York, you can still have access to your live feed and monitor what's happening in your life. That is just something out of this world. And that's something that is going to give you a peace of mind when you go on this vacation and enjoy your time there and learn about the culture and immerse yourself in this experience. So thank you very much, Vida. Um, hope to see you next time. And just for last, do you have anything else that you would like to add that is important that maybe we didn't have time to talk about earlier? No, I think we covered it all in great detail, but I wanted just to say that new technologies could be overwhelming, but there is absolutely no need to be overwhelmed because they <laughs> exist for our comfort and we can make use of them. Perfect, exactly. Think about the example that I just gave. It's designed to give you peace of mind and to make your life easier. All right, so Vita, again, thank you very much for making today possible and making this discussion as interesting and knowledgeable as it was. And I hope everybody enjoyed today's topic. See you next time. And remember to follow us and use that discount because Gary's going to not make it available for any, everybody anymore if you guys don't use it. All right, so see you next time and thank you again for listening to NASA National Cable Podcast. Bye-bye, have a great day.